This is the November 2021 Astrological Forecast by Carrie Shamblin. Calculations are done using the Chitrapaksha Ayanamsha, the mean node, and on the basis of the sidereal zodiac. Timings are based on Mountain Time Zone, U.S. A written version of this forecast is available at my website, planetaryinfluence.com. The nodal axis is an important feature in Jyotish, or Vedic astrology, as well as in Western astrology. This is a non-tangible but mathematically calculable pair of points that we describe as the two shadow planets, who can only be seen when performing their essential duty to cause eclipses. The movement of this axis through the zodiac signs occurs in reverse motion from the natural direct motion of the visible planets through the signs taking about 17 to 18 years to complete the tour of the 12 signs. The nodal axis creates a churning effect that disrupts our lives, sometimes with the result of opportunity and ease, and other times ending in struggle and challenge, mostly without any seeming adherence to fairness or balance. The job of the eclipsers comes around on an average of four times per calendar year when the nodal axis aligns with the sun and moon. It is here that the shadows overtake the light for a brief instant, casting an untimely experience of distress that is quickly passed by. When the sun joins either of the nodes, which happens twice per year, and the moon also joins either of the nodes during this same month, we get a pair of eclipses. An eclipse pair is coming up in November and December. Not everyone experiences a major trauma when eclipses occur, so don't feel nervous about their effects. Rahu, the north node of the moon, gets plenty of airtime, especially in the past couple of years as he is going through two consecutive signs in which he performs very well. Upon entering Gemini in March 2019, his ingenious plans may have begun to hatch. His exaltation in Gemini lasted through September 2020, when he moved into a more stable sign, Taurus. The fertile fields of Venus's Earth sign provide good fodder for hungry Rahu, who does well in Taurus through April 2022. Rahu's main way of delivering results is through chaos, instability, amplification, and ingenious creativity. Sometimes it's good, Sometimes it's bad, and most of the time it's sudden, unpredictable, and surprising. The nodal axis has two ends, and while the entire axis is one unit, each of its ends are different, much like a magnet will have a positive and negative side. In the case of Rahu and Ketu, they push in different directions. Rahu pushes out, while Ketu pulls in. We can try to balance too much Rahu by pulling in a little Ketu and vice versa. Rahu's work has been well done in the past couple of years, pushing many people to extremes, innovations, and a sometimes desperate pursuit of opportunities in the midst of unstable situations. This has left many people feeling scattered, lost, disappointed, and confused. It may be time to pull in a little Kate little with the help of K2. For the same time period between March 2019 and April 2022, 
Ketu enjoys a similar state of good dignity as Rahu. Moving through exaltation in Sagittarius from March 2019 through September 2020, and through Scorpio, Ketu's own sign, from September 2020 through April 2022. This is a good time to get into or to get back to those practices that stabilize and calm us from the inside out. We can counter Rahu's desire with Ketu's detachment. We can still the mind and hone the intuition, learning to listen deeply with Ketu's meditative approach. Ketu's mastery shows us how to move forward in life, trusting our inner knowing when the world outside is ever-changing and difficult to navigate. When Ketu is strong and we are receptive, we can tap into the universal mind, allowing ourselves to be led by our inner wisdom. It takes practice to access this cool spiritual fire that burns within each of us. Now is the time to anchor in to what helps ground and guide you. Practice, meditate, acquaint with inner knowing, and allow this strength to build as we begin to move forward into new paradigms. Venus tra transits Sagittarius October 30th through December 8th. One of K2's amazing abilities is that of obstruction, not surprising due to the shadowy reputation. But just as the nodal axis places shadows on the luminaries, it also removes those shadows. The lesson here is that there is a sense of reversal that both of the nodes hold. K2 particularly leads us toward understanding the roots of obstruction and heights of liberation. Venus spent October with K2, leading the pack of the inner planets past the puzzle master, who both ties the knots and helps us to loosen the bonds at the appropriate times. Since Venus's concerns are strongly involved with human relations, social contracts, vitality, and creativity, October may have been a series of puzzles designed to reveal how we may be bound in relationships, encouraging us to find a more liberated approach to all things Venus. Let's face it, some of us love puzzles and problems, not so much Venus. Joining K2 and Scorpio through October posed a challenge to many in the form of revealing the mistakes, flaws, and deceptions that can threaten any connection. Venus's method of confronting obstruction generally encourages diplomacy and flow. With Venus moving out of K2's orb on October 30th, we see a relatively more pleasant transit of Venus through Jupiter's Sagittarius until December 8th. This gives Venus some reprieve from the hard work of figuring out what does work. When Venus moves to Capricorn, joining Saturn on December 8th, it won't be to stay for long. Venus will enter a retrograde phase on December 18th that returns her to Sagittarius on December 30th, where she remains through February 26th, 2022. Venus's retrograde cycle always causes a transformation of some kind when it comes to Venus's matters. This, up, this upcoming stint in Sagittarius should be good groundwork for creative projects and relationship issues that will especially affect the Sagittarius-Gemini axis. 
This could be relationships, study programs, collaborative projects, partnerships, or many other possibilities in the realm of Sagittarian creativity. Another thought about Sagittarius during this time is to acknowledge the strong guardrails with Saturn in his own sign in adjacent Capricorn and K2 in his own sign in adjacent Scorpio. Venus in Sagittarius finds herself in a positively expansive environment, but the reality of eventual and past limitations could be a factor in how the creative pro process is directed. Allow the deep truths that may have taken root when Venus and K2 were in Scorpio together during October to inform and inspire a more liberated approach to connecting and creating. Mercury transits Libra November 1st through the 20th. Mercury, having been direct since October 18th, moves through the late degrees of Virgo and then transits into Venus's air sign, Libra, on November 1st for a few weeks of fun before taking the plunge into K2's watery realm of Scorpio. Mercury joins the Sun and Mars in Libra, catching up to and overtaking Mars on November 11th. Once again, these two workers get together and could push forward in a careful yet efficient way during these few weeks in November. Libra tends to pull our focus to the creative and social realm as Venus's air sign. This is a good period for networking and building communication channels. If you're looking for some discipline to pull your energy towards specific writing, communication, marketing, or creative artistic projects, you'd be wise to harness this wave. New Moon in Libra, Swati, November 4th. The Moon joins the trio in Libra for our New Moon moment on November 4th. The first few days of November may feel a bit stretched due to the low energy levels we can sometimes feel when the moon is waning into the arms of the sun. That said, these four planets have just moved out of the realm of Virgo, which has been strongly aspected by torrential Rahu since October 2020. This may, may give a sense of relief mixed with exhaustion and weirdly sprinkled with enthusiasm. The moon and sun join at 19 degrees Libra, just at the final edge of Swati Nakshatra, which also carries the intense energy of Rahu as its planetary lord. This could feel like we're barely making it, sliding into home just in time. This could be a good time to schedule a small retreat, light work schedule, or long weekend. Swati's symbol is a blade of grass waving in the wind. This implies the triumph of the life impulse, even in an inhospitable environment. A little earth, a little water, and some support are all we need to make something thrive, even when the winds of change are blowing cold. Sun transits Scorpio, November 16th through December 15th. The sun may trade one set of issues for another when transiting from Venus's air sign, Libra, where the sun is considered to be in debilitation, to Scorpio on November 16th. The sun's debility was further emphasized by the aspect coming from a strong Saturn, and also the joining of Venus with K2 during October. This could have laid bare the flaws, always painful, 
but necessary for the act of repair and healing. When leaving Libra, the sun leaves behind the pressure of Saturn, but enters into the deep waters of Scorpio, joining its co-lord Ketu, the Eclipser, which also alerts us to the upcoming eclipse cycle as the moon opposes the sun and the nodes on November 19th and joins the sun and nodes on December 4th. Any joining with K2 implies receiving the aspect of Rahu, which makes mixing light and shadow so exciting. Since we are in a period where the sun and inner planets move through Scorpio, we can also look toward how a transit through the transformative sign of Mars and K2 will help us to solve problems, untangle, battle through, and emerge anew. The leader in this parade was Venus, who moved out of K2's grasp October 30th, followed by the Sun, Mercury, and Mars in the next couple of months. When Mars finally passes out of Scorpio, that also sets us up for a period of having the weight of all of the planets on one side of the zodiac. With the Sun playing in the big waves of the nodal axis, specifically in watery Scorpio, that is strongly anchored by K2 until April 2022, we may feel during the month span between mid-November and mid-December, while the Sun transits Scorpio, that this is the moment of committing to our direction. A month of moments, no pressure. The proximity to K2 may appear intimidating, but it is a rocky road that comes with benefits. K2 is a part of the eclipse dynamic, and our dear red star, the sun, will come under its shadow to be sure. Let this play of light and shadow reveal openings and allow the magnetic attraction of Rahu to push toward the right one for now. If there is an environment of indecision, rather than fighting it, explore the avenues and allow the attraction to the most appropriate current. Adopt an elastic approach that allows for some jiggle and bounce while the transformation clicks into place. This is an active month. Full moon in Taurus, Critica, partial lunar eclipse, November 19th. The moon becomes full on November 19th at 4 degrees Taurus in the second pada of Kritika Nakshatra. The full moon is always opposite the sun, who sits at four degrees Scorpio for this event. Since the luminaries will only be a few degrees away from the nodal axis, this causes a partial lunar eclipse visible in the Americas, Australia, and Eastern Asia. We are given the sense that eclipse events are ominous and bring disaster. While this isn't out of the question, perhaps we can surmount our tendency toward fear and see an advantage to a temporary lights out. This full moon itself is rather powerful, occurring near the degree of exaltation of the moon. The eclipse factor is perhaps a reminder that just when things seem to be finished, there is just one more moment of adjustment before moving on. The coincidence of this lunar eclipse with the re-entry of Jupiter into Aquarius on November 20th gives this time period a strong sense of completion but with the caveat of lingering challenge. The moon and Rahu occupy Kritika Nakshatra, which is ruled by Agni, the lord of the fire element, and also by the sun itself, 
this implies a strong sense of self, self-interest, self-protection, and self-expression. This is a moment for the final cut, an action that could be painful but necessary in order to move forward in a new way. The key is to be sure of what is desired and to make our actions clear, sure, and deliberate in order to protect resources, the feelings of others, and personal honor. The next eclipse of the pair happens during the new moon of December 4th, when the Sun, Moon, and Mercury join K2 in Scorpio. The focus here may continue in a similar fashion with more emphasis on personal sacrifice and expense that is required to push through difficult situations. Jupiter transits Aquarius November 20th through April 13th, 2022. On November 20th, Jupiter, the great guide who has struggled to help us find our way during the past couple of years due to challenging transits and conjunctions, moves out of Saturn's Capricorn and into Aquarius for a rapid five-month transit. Jupiter with Saturn in Capricorn has been a bit constricted as he is debilitated there and was also closely pressed by Saturn to comply to abetting the sense of suffering. Jupiter and Saturn together as the outer planets weave a web of growth and decay that acts as the, the backdrop for the rise and fall of beings and cultures that, the, that call the Earth home. Jupiter tends to bring positive results, wisdom, abundance, justice, and truth. The upcoming transit through Aquarius promises some of these things that may have seemed out of reach or impossible during the past couple of years when Jupiter was both debilitated and or conjoined with constrictive planets like Saturn and Ketu. Much of what seemed stuck, lost, or irretrievable may gently arise once again. Once things begin to roll, we may feel surprised at how quickly things begin to grow and progress. By mid-March, Jupiter will be moving at top speed, almost three times as fast as his average pace. Jupiter escapes the pressure of Saturn's conjunction and the aspect of Rahu by moving to Aquarius. But ironically, these two planets, Saturn and Rahu, are the rulers of Aquarius. So their influence will still be felt to a degree, but with perhaps less intensity. Allowing the positive vibrations that we count on from Jupiter to expand unimpeded for a while. Mercury transits Scorpio November 20th through December 9th. After the partial lunar eclipse of November 19th, both Jupiter and Mercury will change signs on November 20th. Mercury moves out of Libra and into Scorpio, transiting past K2 and joining in the solar eclipse on December 4th, then passing quickly through to Sagittarius on December 9th. Mercury isn't a huge fan of Scorpio, but in true fashion can adapt to any environment. This reflects our ability to adjust our thinking, analysis, and communication techniques. Mercury is coming off an exciting time having passed through his own sign of Virgo and his friend's sign of Libra, all the while doing a retrograde phase that concluded on October 18th. 
having collected a plethora of data and experience in the past few months. We may feel a sense of rooting down and getting deep with it as Mercury dashes through the watery sign ruled by fiery planets. This is where we have a chance to figure out what has been elusive, pulling together the puzzle pieces and chasing solutions. When Mercury exits Libra on November 20th, this leaves an interesting setup between Saturn and Mars. Mars will be alone in Libra, while Saturn is alone in Capricorn, and from these stations, each of them can aspect the other. This leaves us to carefully balance our desire to plunge forward with the wisdom to keep things slow and manageable. Mars's transit of Libra goes from October 21st through December 5th, active throughout November. From Libra, Mars aspects Capricorn hitting Saturn, Aries and Taurus hitting Rahu. This creates an interesting and powerful dynamic that could help to get our plans out of our heads and into practice. Saturn guides and sculpts Mars's efforts. And after November 20th, Jupiter also aspects Mars, adding some positive lift into the equation. Another thing to understand about Mars and Libra aspecting Rahu is that this potent pushing energy could also lead to unwanted results if used aggressively or without a clear intention. Keep it slow and steady when you're using powerful tools, tangible or intangible. 